0: I have a number of memories, um, particularly some of the weeks that I spent here. Um, there was one, I think, I don't know whether it was a week or only a weekend, when T.S. Eliot came and delivered some of his poetry. Uh, he talked of, I think, the cat poems. Oh, The ones that he um, read yeah. to us. And I also remember um, Eric Heller, who was um, quite often here in the early days. Um, he's, um, written a number of books, The Hazards of Modern Poetry, The Disinherited Mind. Yes, he's become quite famous, hasn't he? He must have been young, fairly young in those days. Yes, he didn't seem all that young, I mean, but um, uh, he took a very dim view of science. I mean, the disinherited mind, the mind was disinherited yes. because of the uh, advent of modern science and uh, modern poetry was hazardous because of the inroads made into the sort of, the setting imagination by science. Yes. So I can remember an occasion when... Um, was almost open conflict uh, between Eric Heller and the scientists, and the scientists sort of walked up one side of the lawn at the back and come was discussing their tactics, and Eric Heller and his companions yes. walked out the other. There was another occasion, I wasn't actually here, but I gather it, it, this did happen, that um, he and Sir Karl Popper, as he is now, yes. were both here together, and uh, I think Sir Walter Mobley had arranged what was called a conversation between the two. We sometimes had meetings where he'd invite two figures taking opposing views to discuss how they felt in front of a bunch of students and um, on this occasion he'd invited Karl Popper and Eric Heller and um, they were in the library uh, downstairs discussing how to begin and they couldn't agree so they refused to leave the library until Sir Walter Mobley uh, marched in and said well if you won't come out and talk to the students I'll bring the students in here to talk to you (laughs) so eventually they came out and um, uh, joined in uh, quite a battle, I live Another person I remember is Stanley Spencer, who once turned up to a group of scientists. Um, he uh, he uh, turned up looking rather like uh, an eccentric don, carrying a paper, carrier a bag, in which he had some of his pictures, I and mean, it really looked as if um, he uh, yes. was bringing home things from the supermarket. But um, he had such a terrific personality that so this group of scientists who were very sort of um, uh, dismissive of anything that... Uh, would be in terms of pictorial art, were quite entranced by this little man who was explaining the, you know, his pictures and how he was trying to paint something. Yes. What was the, um, the, the you, you also remember Tillich, you say, after C.I. Like uh... Yes, well there was an occasion uh, when Tillich and Dodd were here together and uh, they were arguing about theology and I think uh, in the end both of them said there weren't any facts in the gospel but I think Dodd thought there were interpret facts and uh, he called them and uh, Tillich didn't but it so happened that I um, uh, took Tillich to the Royal Chapel for the Sunday morning service and being Trinity Sunday, we had the long creed, Creek um, and uh, Creek Vault, I think it's called, uh, yes. and he was very astonished by this. I remember coming back from the Royal Chapel and um, he insisting that the Anglican Church couldn't be Protestant if it had a creed such as this within its uh, liturgy. Yes, yes. But he was, a, he was a great man, I very much enjoyed meeting him. There's another occasion I remember when Professor Eyre arrived here, this wasn't the same occasion, but um, it was accompanied by a most remarkable fog, which descended on the place right down to Virginia Water. you would probably find your way down to Virginia Water and back in it. As soon yes. as he went, the fog lifted <laughs> yeah. We thought it was very yes. symbolic. Yes. <laughs>